look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back. You're listening to 770 CHQR and More Than Money. And uh, we're seeing more and more uh, now people moving across the border, USA and Canada. People are living around the world. Uh, and you have issues where you've been working abroad, come back, and you can transfer your pension from that other company in a different country. Or you've inherited maybe a pension from another country and there are some tax consequences you need to know about inheriting or transferring foreign pensions and there was a a, a great piece that our that our managing director of tax and estate planning at CIBC financial planning advice Jamie Golenbeck put put out and I, I wanted to bring him on the show to talk about that so Jamie welcome to the show thanks for having me all right so let's talk about this we're, we're seeing it more I'm in my practice when I dealing with retirees and so forth uh, they, they've been traveling and wor- working abroad and they come back to to Calgary and they want to transfer their, let's, let's use U.S., their IRA or their 401k, and sometimes even some people receive inheritances of that. You're seeing some stuff coming out of there. There's, there's some tax issues we have to be aware of. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so it's, it's an issue that's been around for years, and I just highlighted it just recently because of an interesting tax case that was just reported in the tax courts of Canada. Uh, but before we get into the case, uh, the general rule is that when you receive an inheritance, just like a straight inheritance, it's tax-free. So if you leave your kids' money in Canada, tax-free. If you receive an inheritance from someone living in the United States, it's tax-free. If you leave uh, from anywhere in the world, uh, someone from China or Hong Kong leaves you money, uh, that cash is tax-free. So we don't have any kind of recipient inheritance tax in Canada. It is a totally different matter if you receive a foreign pension. We have a very specific tax rule in our tax law that says an individual who receives, uh, even on the death of a parent, for example, or uh, someone living overseas, a foreign pension, then that foreign pension is taxable in Canada. And that's the general rule. Now, there are exceptions to that depending on what you do with that income. So, for example, the most common scenario that we see is someone living in the United States because, of course, the mobility between Canada and the U.S. And the question that came up in this recent case just a couple of weeks ago was whether an individual who's living in Canada had to pay tax on his father's IRA, individual retirement account, very similar uh, to an RSP. So contributions are tax-deductible, the funds grow tax-sheltered while invested in the account, and after age in the U.S. it's 70 and a half, uh, then there's an annual required minimum amount, similar to a RIF in Canada, in which the funds are required to be withdrawn. And so in this case, um, he received the IRA, if I understood correctly, and, he, and, and the uh, CRA taxed him for it. Well, that's right. So what happened was uh, his father died. And he inherited the uh, IRA, and what he did is he transferred into what's called an inherited IRA, which is a concept they have in the U.S. in his own name. This is the Canadian son's name. And uh, ultimately, in 2012, he brought the money back to Canada, and there is a U.S. withholding tax. Typically, it's 30% of the amount. So the taxpayer, assuming that this was an inheritance, just like any other inheritance, did not report anything about the IRA on his 2012 tax return. Of course, CRS found out about it 
and they reassessed him. They, allow, they uh, taxed him on the full fair value of the IRA, but did allow him the foreign tax credit uh, for the Canadian dollar equivalent of the taxes that were held in the U.S. So the taxpayer goes to court, and he objects. And he argues, no, no, I shouldn't have to pay tax on us. After all, this is an inheritance. And generally, an inheritance, as we discussed earlier, is tax-free. So, so why is there that rule about pensions, foreign pensions, versus like anything else, any other type of asset? Because, again, this is a previously untaxed income. So this is an income entitlement um, which has not been taxed. So this is not like after-tax cash. This is pre-tax income. And it hasn't been taxed. So in a simple scenario, if let's say you were working in the U.S. and you put some of your income into an IRA, you wouldn't have paid tax in the U.S. and you wouldn't have paid tax in Canada. So why should you be allowed to receive that just because you moved to Canada tax-free? And so what came out of the tax case at the end of the day? So what happened at the end of the day was um, the judge looked at everything and said, look, yes, it's an inheritance and you received it on the result of death, but it didn't come from an estate. It came from an IRA, an individual retirement account. And there's a specific rule of the Income Tax Act in Canada that says a payment out of a foreign retirement arrangement, which is defined as an IRA in the Canadian tax law, is considered to be foreign pension income. And therefore, it's clearly a payment out of a foreign plan and must be taxable in Canada. We are going to allow you a withholding tax. So the question we ask now, based on this case, is could you have done things differently? Because yeah. we're often asked, like, uh, if you have an IRA because you were working in the U.S. and you're moving to Canada, can we move it to an RSP, for example? The answer is yes, you can do it, but it's not always recommended. So imagine someone working in the U.S., and uh, they're not a U.S. person, they're just Canadian, and then they move back to Canada, they have $100,000 uh, of IRA there, they're now retired in Canada, and they want to bring it to Canada. So under the U.S. rules, there's a 30% withholding tax. If they're under 59.5, there's another 10%, but let's just pretend it's just 30%. And then for Canadian tax purposes, $100,000 included in income, and you get a full deduction for the amount that goes into the RSP. So there's no actual tax payable. The problem is you've now paid $30,000 in withholding tax to the U.S., Unless this individual has $30,000 of tax owing in Canada on something else, which might be unlikely if he's retired or if her only source of income is Canada Pension Plan or OAS, mm -hmm. then you are basically facing double tax. Gotcha. You're facing this 30% withholding tax in the U.S., which you can't get a credit for or very limited credit if you don't have lots of other income, and you're going to pay tax again when you take the money out of an RSP or RIF. So I just caution everyone listening today that don't right away assume that taking the money out of the IRA and bringing it to Canada and to an RSP is necessarily the right thing. People need to speak to you and get the advice. Get proper advice from an investment and tax perspective before contemplating a transfer like this. And now there are many retirees here in Canada that have kept their IRA or that investment in the U.S., and now they are over the age of 71 or 70 and a half, or they're maybe in a RIF position. That's when they've converted their RSP to a retirement income fund here in Canada. Do they, what do they do there? Do they leave it the IRA there, or do they, can they transfer it to their RIF here? Yeah, same exact issue, right? You can do the same thing that we just talked about or just leave it. Most people choose to leave it, especially if the amounts are not material. Why not leave it? And then you pay tax 
on the foreign distributions. Uh, this is foreign pension income. You include it in Canadian return. You pay tax in the U.S. You get a credit against the taxes paid in Canada. And, uh, and you end up paying the higher rate of tax, essentially, you're paying a tax. So unless there's an issue with sort of investment management or you, you don't have the investment options that you want in the U.S., or uh, most people generally leave it, especially if the amounts are relatively small. Okay, that's, that's good to know. Uh, so when it comes to uh, foreign pensions outside of the U.S., anything that's come in your, uh, your experience recently where, where we, have to, we have to be aware of? I know that in Calgary, at least, there's quite a few from the U.K. who've come down during the, the oil boom, and they've had pensions there. Are there other areas around the world that people should be aware of if they're bringing their pensions or trying to bring yeah, pensions? Yeah, I mean, there may be some unique differences country by country. I'm not an expert on international tax, but I can tell you that the general rule from the cases we've seen and from the CRA views on this stuff, is that most, if not all, foreign pension income is going to be taxable. So when you bring foreign income into Canada, uh, or even not into Canada, when you receive it, even if it's deposited into a foreign account, that is considered to be uh, Canadian taxable income and must be reported on your Canadian return. Great. Thank you very much, Jimmy, for joining us today. Always a pleasure. Thanks. That's Jimmy Golenbeck, Managing Director, Tax and Estate Planning at CIBC Financial Planning and advice. And that's what we're going to be talking about is tax and minimizing tax. Well, how do you profit and protect in these types of markets? We're seeing quite a bit of volatility uh, this week. And also throughout the last, let's say, 10 years, there's been a lot of things moving around. How do you protect your income? How do you grow your portfolio and minimize tax? We're going to talk about that on Tuesday, May 29th, 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to give us a call to reserve your seats. 966-8400, 966-8400, that's 966-8400, or you can register online at morethanmoneyradio.com. Now, join us after the break. We're going to talk about a study that looks at super seniors to find out, well, how we can live longer and healthier lives here on 770 CHQR and More Than Money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmelli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.